podcast on everything. Third quarter of the NFL recap. I am back with Zahid. Hey, how's it going, guys? So we're just going to get into some big news in the NFL, break down all the divisions, who we think is going to get into the playoffs, and then we're just going to do uh, a little bonus to wrap up this quarter. So let's first start off with the NFL news. Probably the biggest news, in my opinion, is Kareem Hunt is no longer playing on the Chiefs and is on the exempt list. Yeah, so uh, the Kareem Hunt situation is definitely a shocking situation. Um, Apparently it happened in February, and um, according to the Chiefs, they said that uh, they just talked to Kareem Hunt and said if something happened, and he said no. So, like, which I found surprising they didn't do any more investigation on it. And uh, as soon as TMZ came out with this video, obviously you, you can't do anything other than cut him at this point. Um, you know, you're an NFL player or any, any, any athlete who are in the spotlight, you can't put hands on anyone regardless of what the girl said or did. You do that, you're, you're done. Um, so and now you can't even play. Like if, if a team uh, claims him, he's, he's going to be you know, suspended still. Yeah, so no one, no one claimed him. And now he's a free agent, so anyone can sign up. But you obviously know he's getting suspended. It's just how long is the suspension going to be, and is it worth it to wait it out? Not only is he not going to play this year, you have to worry about after the investigation happens, how long is he going to be suspended after that? So it could be you know half eight, half a year or the full year. You don't know. It could be a Ray Rice situation. It wasn't as severe as Ray Rice, but still, you know, domestic violence, they uh, take those things uh, seriously. Um, so we all have to see, I mean, you know, uh, what you were talking about, Ruben Foster, which ties into it. Um, you know, he got, he he was signed by the Redskins soon as he was released by the uh, uh, Niners. What do you think about that? Um, I was okay with it, but it was a huge backlash, which is why I think Kareem Hunt didn't get signed. Is because it made everyone look bad. Because I was like, "What are the skins doing?" And then I was like, "Well, we don't want to get the same thing." It's a bad PR on your on your team. Yeah, and then you have to defend it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can sign whoever you want, but you have to deal with if you can handle if you can handle the backlash, and that's that's perfectly up to you. Problem is, if you you know this is for Foster, it's not the first time. It's like a second or third time in a year. So who knows if he's not going to do it again or not? Uh, you know, if he's you know clean after this, yeah, that, you know, he changed his life or whatever, which is good, but initially, I think Redskins deservingly gets a back, you know, criticism for, for, for the signing. Yeah, I agree. Um, so let's move to the next big news. I think this is big news. I don't know how much you think it is, but Mitch Trubisky got hurt in his last two games. They're one and one He may be here for the Rams this week. I don't know, but I think the reason why I want to talk about it is because I think it's going to cost them a, um, a top two seed. Um, I don't. Um, it, is, it is a big news, but I never thought they were going to get the top two seed to anyways, even with Trubisky. Uh, I think New Orleans and Rams are so much, uh, has such a big gap, you know, in, in between them and the other teams. I, I think regardless if Mitch was there or not, uh, they wouldn't have... Uh, you know, they would have been the third, third seed probably out of the four uh, division. Yeah, they were on pace to be the third anyway, but now it just solidifies that they're, yeah. that, that they're the third. I heard that he is playing against the Rams, but um, Rams, if they win this week, they will clinch the uh, 
uh, one of the bi-week uh, bi seeds. So they're playing, Rams are playing for something, so they're not going to let up easily, even though it's in Chicago. So it'll be a tough game with Trubisky or without Trubisky, I think, this week. Yeah, it would be nice to see how they stack up healthy against the Rams. Yep. Healthy, well, except for um, Cup, who's hurt. Yep. But it would be nice to see because then you can kind of get an idea of what to expect from the Bears come playoff time. Yeah. But without them, you you kind of have no idea. I feel like he, the Bears are like last year's Ram, where they're they're good, but they're not experienced enough to take to the next level. Um, you know, you have Mac, who's an ex- you know, experienced player, but most of their team, I feel, is very young, so they still have growing pains. I don't think it's a heavy uh, lead, you know, uh, heavy team with you know, all pros and everything. It's a lot of rookies, first, second, third year players playing in the team. So, you know, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Now, the next thing, and I'm really happy about this because I've been saying it for years, Mike McCarthy got fired. Um, he lost to the Cardinals. They're 4-7-1 this year. They're missing consecutive playoffs for the first time since he first started and uh, the year before then. So he finished his career 1-20, well, his coaching career at Nick Green Bay, 1-25-77, uh, two ties. But his playoffs were 10-8. and eight. And I have it up right now. If you just look at it, he was first in the division of more than half of the time he was coaching. Yeah. Which is crazy, but... Last year he finished third, and then this year he gets fired. So the last two years he's gone steadily down, and that's been under 500 the last two years. I think he's uh, always been overrated. I think the reason he was good is because of Aaron Rodgers. Um, I think Aaron Rodgers carried that offense. Uh, I mean, as you can remember, when Rodgers didn't play last year, when he was hurt, they looked horrendous. There was another uh, couple years, the year before he uh, Rodgers didn't play, and the team just dipped. I mean, there shouldn't be a player. There should be a team that one player. If you lose one player, you're going to have that big of a difference. You look at a. In contrast, the Eagles. I mean, you lose Carson Wentz, who would have been the MVP of the league last year, and they win the Super Bowl. So your team should be prepared to deal with big losses, and that's on the coach. And I think that's where McCarthy saw his like weakness. Like he relied on Rodgers so much. Whenever he was hurt or injured, that team went downhill. Like it was a four or five game difference, which is you shouldn't, you know, as a coach, you should, you know, you should get fired for that. Yeah, um, like some some of his stats look really good. He's been in a lot of championship games. Mm-hmm. He uh, hasn't won any except one. Well, the, which, the, is, the, which is bad. So he's won in three of them. Surprising but, thing is, yeah, but I, I think five, he's five out of the nine times he's been in the playoffs. He's only played one game. So half the time he gets to the playoffs, he gets an early exit. Well, as you remember, the year they won the Super Bowl, they played all pro games. The one year that they were supposed to go to the Super Bowl, they lose in the championship game against the Giants in Lambeau, in the cold weather, like where, you know, supposedly Green Bay never loses. So that shows you how, you know, you know they, they, they choked a lot. So, um and when it didn't, I think Aaron Rodgers pulled, pulled a lot of, like, you know, Hal Marys to, you know, have him win a couple games the one year. I remember that against Arizona. That yeah. was, uh, you know, I feel like his coaching went downhill every year. Like you said, every year it's been, like, worse and worse and worse. Yeah, and uh, I think with him, I mean, he got lucky and played in the NFC Championship game a couple years ago against Atlanta. 
But I think he just wasn't, he couldn't change with the times. No. And he stuck to the same thing over, and it was, it's easy to figure out when you're in the playoffs and and you're a good team. Like, overall, you're going to get wins because you have a good team. You're going to play crappy teams. Mm-hmm. You're going to play Detroit all the time. Yep. And, and then once he finally had to play tough teams, he couldn't adjust, and he was always out. I kind of look at him as a slightly poor version of Andy Reid. Yeah, uh, I think Andrew is more innovative than he is. I think Andrew is, like, you know, we, I think we talked before, he's a quarterback whisperer. Like, yeah, Andrew's in-game plan is not the best, but he prepares his team better than any, any other coach, I feel, in the league, uh, in history, probably. His, like, first 15 plays that he does is one of the best. Like, his team, team starts games off really well, usually. Um, McCarthy is, like, the poor man's Andy Reid, I would say, but... A lot of his success, again, is because of Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. And I think if they had a legit coach, like looking at some of these records, they should have two, maybe three Super Bowls in in his career. Because 13-3, like you said, 15-1, and one, yep. and they lost in the divisional game. Like, yeah. Come yeah. on, dude. That's that's, that's right after you won yeah. the, that's one, right after you won the Super Bowl, you had 15-1. and one. Yeah. And then you have a little dip after that. And then you kind of pick it up a few years later. I mean, with and, you, and you blew a nineteen to five lead, or was it nineteen? It was like yeah, a weird. It was a weird score in which they had to give yeah, up. Yeah. Had to give up this weird across the field throw for a two point conversion, and all this other stuff. You should have been in the Super Bowl for that. Yep. So you got a fifty fifty shot of winning that one. Back to there, Aaron Rodgers has not made the Super Bowl. Just he has only made it once, and he's supposed to be the best quarterback. It shows you like team around. I mean, Aaron Rodgers. There's certain uh, fault that you should put on Aaron Rodgers also. Uh, but the team around him was not good enough, and that's the coach's fault, I think, to not have a good team set up for you know a, a all-time quarterback. Yeah, and a lot of these games were in Lambeau that they lost yeah. in the playoffs, which you should never lose that. No, that's the only five-degree weather. That's the one of the best home field in the whole NFL, probably sports-wise, and they don't have that anymore. You lost. The only reason I think he got fired so fast is because. They lost to the stinking Cardinals and Lambeau, yeah. who like has two wins or whatever. Yeah, I think it's justified because Nerf Turner, he can get fired going 14-2 and and losing in the playoffs every year. Yep. So I don't see why Mike McCarthy can't get fired, mm. no matter how many divisions yeah. he wins. It's going to come down to playoffs. You're, at, at you're in Green Bay, you're not in, not in Cincinnati. At a certain point, you, regular season record doesn't matter. Like, a uh, fan would take a 9-7 team who makes the playoffs and makes runs to the Super Bowl over a 15-1 team any day. I care less if the Eagles won 13-3 and this year if they're losing the first first game they play. It's like, as long as you win and in a row, then that's all, that's all you want. And uh, I feel like a lot of times they choked the first or second round every year. Hmm. All right, so we just covered the, the big news that we think is going to run in the NFL. Let's break down each division. So we did this last week, and we did or a month ago, and it was it was pretty on point. So we're going to do the same thing. Um, we're going to start on the AFC. Let's do the AFC East. This should be fairly quick because it played out exactly how we predicted this. Yep. Um, um, I remember our first show. We said that um, Miami was 4-0 and and New England was like third in the division or something like that at that point. Yeah, they might have been 2-2. Two and two. Yeah. And, uh, we and everyone was, was on the Miami bandwagon. And I, I think you, you and 
you, Dan, and me also were like, Miami's a fake for no team, and look at look at now. Yeah, and they were playing New England coming up. Like, yeah, they're going to they're going to lose. Yeah, and now we look at it, and it's the way we <laughs> figured it's going to happen. You know. Yeah, looking at this division, New England has seventy-two more points um, than they've given up, and then everyone else is just a and lot. They're six and zero at home on top of that. Yeah, um, and Miami's one and five on the road. It's it's set. New England's going to the playoffs. They uh, and Miami and New England plays this weekend, and if New England wins, they seal that division. So pretty much, it's all set. Um, yeah, and none of these teams can really catch each other except the Jets and Buffalo. Which doesn't and really Buffalo is better than the Jets, so they'll probably get a fifth or something. Are, are the Jets playing for a first pick right now? Um. I mean, they, they, they have a chance. Probably, yeah. yeah, they have a chance to do it. I don't know. I think Oakland's going to beat out. Yeah, probably. They'll probably play really hard. I mean, they they have their future quarterback, right, apparently. Sam Darnold. I mean, how's he doing? I haven't even seen that. I mean, pardon me not following the Jets, but, you know, I don't think anyone is. Yeah. <laughs> they're, not, they're not relevant yet to, to But the thing is, like, else. you know, you kind of follow Baker Mayfield and they stink, you know, and then Josh Rosen had a couple of good games. You never hear about Sam Darnold and, and the Jets. Like, oh, yeah, you made this play or that play. You never see it on the highlights. So yeah. I don't know if this is going to be another bust for the Jets, which I, I, I care less because it's New York. So Yeah, I think un- until you break up New England, mm-hmm. the Jets right now, the Buffalo Bills, Miami Dolphins, they're kind of irrelevant. Mm-hmm. Once in a while, one of those teams will get the playoffs and they'll get knocked out really quick. Really quick. It doesn't really so, matter. Yeah, so there hasn't been a need to yeah. pay attention to the Jets. I, I was, wanted you to with Rex Ryan over those couple of years or something like that. It's they still weren't irrelevant. It's all flashy things. that It's not stable. But the funny thing is I, was, I, I do enjoy watching uh, just a little bit about the Buffalo Bills playing Jacksonville. Fournette and I forget who it was in Buffalo got in a fight and they got to, I mean, they play rough. I mean, they st- Buffalo stinks, but they actually do try, I think. Yeah, well, we got to remember last year they made the playoffs. Yeah. So they still have talent on the team. They yeah, just didn't to interact together yeah. this year. So And, and with the injuries and in the quarterbacks, they didn't help either. Yeah, when you trade away your quarterback and you really don't have a quarterback plan, yeah. you're going to take a step back, and yeah. that's what they did. Yeah, so it was, it was their fault. To it, you know, to a point. Yeah. So the AFC North now. Let's go to, mm-hmm. and this is kind of intriguing. Pittsburgh was one of the best teams in the league. They've now lost two in a row. Yeah. And Baltimore kind of has a chance to get in and disrupt it because they've won three in a row. They have a quarterback change. Is that going to be a permanent thing? What yeah, do you think? That's interesting. Uh, with Baltimore, I mean, they're coming back. They're five and five. Uh, or was it four and five? Four and five. Four and five because they're in a three-game winning streak right now. So they were looking, you know, doom and gloom. Flacco got hurt, and then this rookie Jackson came in, and you know they've been, you know, hitting in all cylinders right now. Um, what's What's crazy is when there were four and five reports came out saying Harbaugh and and the Ravens at the end of the year would be splitting, and they just they wouldn't fire them. They were just kind of go and do their own thing. Yeah. Now a three game winning streak, and I say they make the playoffs and they win a game. Does that change at all? Knowing that you have a new quarterback in the system. Well, the thing is, though, like, don't you have to keep Harbaugh because he is grooming this new quarterback? Yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I'm trying you to don't say. Want, you don't. You don't want to mess up the psyche of the rookie quarterback. Um, you know, um, but they they have a tough schedule, I believe, coming up. Um, I don't know. I want to look it up, Dan. Um, 
But, uh, yeah, like, with Pittsburgh, and Pittsburgh is, has a half a game lead on them. So it's still close. They can still win the division. Yeah. Uh, looks like, yeah, they have Kansas City and Chargers. Two tough games. Uh, and Kansas City's not going to let up because Chargers is right behind them. We'll talk about them a little bit more. But, you know, Ravens doesn't, you know, it's not a cakewalk for them. And, you know, so you'll see what the real Ravens team is coming up in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, I would not be surprised if they finish 8-8 eight and eight, mm-hmm. and the only team they beat is Cleveland at the end of the year. Yeah. That will not surprise me because Tampa Bay has upset some big teams this year. Yep. So they're no slouch. And looking at the schedule, realistically, they'll go 2-2. Two 2-2, two. Two and two, probably. If they're super lucky, they'll somehow beat, all, beat Kansas City or beat L.A. Mm-hmm. One of them is due to lose. But they're going to play for uh, probably... In nine, nine and seven record, it's going to be for the last wild card spot. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you see them catching Pittsburgh, or do you uh, think Pittsburgh's? I'm not still sure. Uh, I think Pittsburgh still has a good team. Uh, their remaining schedule looks like um, it might be a little bit easier. They play Oakland right now, yeah. so we're going to so say that's, that's a win. That's a win. I mean, you know, crazy things happen in the NFL, but you know, you think they have Cincinnati, Oakland. But they hit New Orleans and New England, <laughs> so they have two tough games also. So technically, they could be two and two and two, and they and they'd be what uh, nine five and one and win by half the game basically. Yeah, and so, that could have been because of that <laughs> that tie. Yeah, that was the exactly, Yeah. So uh, I I think at the end uh, Pittsburgh has the edge on them. What do you think about uh, Cincinnati? Hiring, uh, what is it, Hugh Jackson, uh, after he gets fired from Cleveland. <laughs> that, that was a, you know, it, I, think <laughs> I think it's great because now he's just, he's out three in Cincinnati. He's a bad luck charm, yeah. charm for any team, yeah. I think. And I feel bad for the guy because I kind of want to like him. I don't know. Everywhere he goes, he just seems to lose. Have you seen Hard Knocks? I've not. The, uh, yeah, like, I think I was going to give him a chance, but... He seemed very fake as a coach when he was on that show, uh, as a Cleveland head coach. So maybe it's because that's what Mayfield said. Yeah, so like he was like rah-rah, but didn't really have anything real, I felt. Um, but yeah, like um, I think Cleveland, you know, Baker is changing my mind. I, when, I, you know, when I first saw him, I was like, he's a little guy, he's going to be another, like, you know, Johnny Manziel or something. But, you know, he's, he, ha- he has some good wins under his belt right now. Yeah, I'd like to see him one more month and see how he fares. Yeah, they um, won four games. Was that, uh, and that's like a, a five years worth of Cleveland, Cleveland yeah. uh, win so far. Oh, the yeah. Jets must feel awful. Uh, they're worse than, <laughs> than Cleveland right now. So let's go to the AFC South before we ring the cowbell. Uh-huh. Um, Houston's on a nine-game winning streak. We talked about them. They, they seem to be in some close games. Now they're kind of separating the last two weeks is that is a lot legitimate. Mm-hmm. But they're five and one at home, they're four and two on the road. They've basically kind of wrapped up the division. And if you see their they record, have a chance. They have a chance to get a home game. If you see their record, they got lucky that they're not playing any of the top division top teams in their division. It's been like uh, you know, they were what, last last year, so they're playing last place schedule I believe. Uh, but I, I just don't. I can't trust Houston yet. Something tells me that they're gonna choke. If they, if they make the playoffs, they're gonna. They're not gonna go too far. 
I'm there with Indy, which is going to be a tough game because it's a divisional game. And Indy needs a win. Yep. And then they have Philly, which Philly needs a win. So they have two tough games um, coming up against at Philly. Um, so and they play Jacksonville and the Jets, who have nothing to play for at this point. Yeah, so the, they should get 11 wins. Yep. If they're really legitimate, they'll get 12. So if they beat Indy this week, they clinch the division pretty much. Yeah, so... Indy and the Philly game are games I'm going to watch the most because if they win both of those and then most likely go one and one in the others, yep. then they're pretty good because they beat two playoff two teams hunting for the playoffs. Yep. Realistically, uh, if they win the next two games, they'll be what, eleven and three. Um, so if they win the next, yes. Um, so and I, for some reason, I feel like they're going to play down against Philly and Jacksonville because they haven't really done the play for after that. I feel, I feel like in the AFC, Kansas City and um, uh, what, what you would call it, uh, and the Patriots are going to take over the bye, the two top two seeds. So if that's wrapped up by then, they might just rest a lot of players at that point. So do you think Indianapolis or Tennessee is getting in? They're both 6-6. Six and six. They're right on the cusp of being in. Right now they're on the outside looking in. I think Indy has a better chance just because they had luck. Even though they had a horrible loss against Jackson, like, how do you not score at all? Six nothing? Is that a baseball score? <laughs> what is that? Like, I looked at I looked at it. I actually uh, did a parlay card with Jacksonville. They were plus three and a half uh, underdogs, and I was like, all right, you know, maybe they'll cover. You know, I looked at the score. I was like, this is halftime, <laughs> and it was final. So I was like, wow, like. How bad did Andrew Luck play? I didn't see the highlights. I mean, there was no highlights, I'm assuming. But, uh, <laughs> the highlights were two field yeah, goals. Two field goals. I mean, <laughs> two safeties. This is <laughs> probably one of the worst games to watch. Well, I mean, Jacksonville had that history. Well, what did they beat? 96 uh, against... Uh, they beat somebody good. I'm looking I'm looking at right now. No, they beat the Bills 96. Was it? Yeah, it was the Bills. Uh, it was yeah, it was Tennessee. Tennessee, yeah. So they beat two of the division teams in, like, Field goals. <laughs> That's, like, <laughs> pathetic. If you could tell me, um, give me 15 points and I'll take two victories, I'll... <laughs> I know, right? That, that's crazy. That in the NFL, you get two victories with 15 points. Uh, no, well, no, I'm sorry. They lost to Tennessee in 96. Oh, okay. Okay. So, <laughs> never mind. So, but but they, yeah. yeah, but they also put up seven, and then they put up seven um, the next week, and then 14 and eight. It's They're awful. Their offense is awful. Yeah. I would not be shocked if Doug Marone gets fired. Yeah, I mean, I would, I would, I would think that. I mean, who's the GM? Uh, Tom Coughlin is the president of the team, so I, they might, he might get to revamp. I would told. I mean, I was guessing it last year they should have gotten a new quarterback. Blake Bortles sucks. They had a chance to really parlay that and do something, and yeah. they decided to stick with Bortles. They could have probably traded Bortles to some teams that were idiots and given them a good like, second round pick or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think once every five years. Getting six points in a game is acceptable. When you do it four times in a year, yeah. it's unacceptable. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like got four games left. I mean, like right now, they will pace to do it at least one more time. The thing is, their defense is still really good. I I, I can't imagine being a defense of that team and being looking at the offense side. And I was like, I'll beat them up or something, yeah. probably just because yeah. they're so yeah. awful. Yeah, knowing you give up one touchdown and you lose the game, yeah. like that's pathetic. That is. So the a- a- AFC West. That's is, uh, is the last one. And it has two teams, nine wins and ten wins. It's like a gap. It's like, you know, you know how they said the gap between the poor and the rich? That's like the difference in this, <laughs> in this like, 
division. I mean, Kansas City and Chargers are the uh, you know top two teams. I think Chargers would be leading a division if what if they weren't in the AFC West. They're that good. Uh, Kansas City, you know, after Kareem Hunt, let's see how they do. They they got lucky that they, they, they were playing Oakland, so that was a little you know buffer uh, to kind of adjust to with the new running back and everything. But uh, it'll be interesting to see how they deal with, uh, you know, life without the top running back. Yeah. Um, someone I know is a Kansas City fan, mm-hmm. and they're like, yeah, we're going to be fine. No, you're not. No. You're going to take a little bit of a hit. One, you lost your top running back. Two. He was a top five running back in the league. Two, you still are coached by Andrew. Let's <laughs> not forget that. Who lost in the first round last year. And the uh, year before, I believe, or two years ago. We can look it up, but yeah, it's we're going to assume that because that's what he does. Yeah. And I guarantee you, based on my memory, he had a three-touchdown lead in one of them. Uh, against the Colts. Yes. I remember that. He lost against the Colts with a three-touchdown lead, and then he let, uh, last year, let Tennessee come back and win. Uh, Mariota had that uh, crazy run at the end of the game. Uh, to uh, Yeah, so he lost... To the wild card, divisional, and divisional the last three years. Yeah. So, I guess he, he didn't win one. Well, he was hit a bye week, I think, one of the years. So, But, yeah, I mean, Henry, I mean, no matter how well he does during the season, I will never rely on to uh, in the playoffs because he'll screw something up. You know, I, I as an Eagles fan, I know how, you know, he screwed up every NFC Championship game. And, you know, we made one out of four, you know, Super Bowl. It's pathetic. I know. Odds are you should have been to two. Yeah. Like, it's just yeah. tossing a coin. Uh, yeah, exactly. 50-50. Yeah. So they lost to the to the Titans 21-22. Yep. I remember they were Then they lost 16-18. to So, and then they lost 20-27. to Yep. They just, they don't score. No. Their offense is, as good as it is, shuts down in the playoffs. I mean, now... This year it's Mahomes, so I guess that's a little bit different than having Alex Smith all these years. But still, I feel like um, I was I watched the whole game, the Patriots uh, Kansas City game that they played on a Sunday night, and it was back and forth, back and forth. But I feel like Patriots always had the control, and they were always it seemed like Kansas City couldn't catch up to them. So I feel like it's one of those situations. Yeah. Um. Denver, we're going to get to in a little bit because uh-huh. they're on the cusp of making the playoffs. Yep. So we're going to now move to the NFC West. Yep. And the NFC West, it it's LA, everybody else, mm-hmm. but everybody else also includes Seattle, who's got seven wins. I think Seattle is going to be. I think. Well, let's get because LA is going to win the. They already won the division. I think they're going to get the bye week this week. Seattle, I think, is the in the running for. Um, the first wild card spot right now. They're, fi- yeah. they're finally hit, hitting in all cylinders. They won three straight. Um, for for a while there, I thought they were they found their way out because we talked about them, mm-hmm. and then they lost the next game, and you're like, "Great, you guys are morons." Yeah. And then, and then they turned it around. They did a 180, and now they've won three straight. They played Minnesota this weekend. That will tell a lot about who makes who gets the wild cards. One of the, if if Minnesota loses. They're done. They're done pretty much. Uh, Seattle wins. They're eight and five. They have a good lead in the wild card. They're not going to catch. I mean, they're definitely. I mean, the Rams already won the division. So only thing they can hope for is uh, their um, 
wild card spot. But who do they have remaining? Uh, they have Arizona and San Francisco. So that's five wins between those. So. Yeah, so I'm assuming at worst they go two and two. They're nine and seven. Yeah. They're making the playoffs. I mean, they could go three and one possibly also and have a yeah. ten and six record. Yeah, if they beat Minnesota, we're, I'm assuming they're going to go three and one. Yeah, me too. So I think they have the best shot to get the wall card, one of the wall card spot. Yeah, and right now they're they're in it mm-hmm. and they're leading it, and it says they got a ninety percent chance of making it. Yeah. So it's basically theirs to lose. Yeah. And, uh, what do you think about the Rams? Do you think they're gonna run out of steam eventually? Uh, I haven't seen them in a couple weeks. Uh-huh. They they kind of been under the radar recently because all these other teams are on these hot streaks. They they, they haven't scored as much as they. Yeah, they, they, like a couple close games. Yeah, they've kind of fills it out right now. Yeah. I think they'll turn it on a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think they'll get to that championship game mm-hmm. the way it looks right now. But I, I don't know if I can buy them winning, uh, winning or going to the Super Bowl yet. So that's I mean, going to be they got a gift from Saints by lo- the, the Saints losing to Dallas, and now they have uh, the front row track to get the home field advantage throughout the playoff, which is huge. Anyone goes to the Saints. To play in the playoffs, I think they're going to lose. If the Saints get the home field advantage, I think we know who the Super Bowl from the NFC side is going to be. Yeah, and we, we can thank Dallas. For, uh, if I was LA, I'd be thanking Dallas yeah. because you just gave me a huge advantage. Exactly. Even though the tiebreaker, if they do have both two losses, it would be uh, an advantage Saints because they won against the Rams. But yeah, I think Rams looks good, but we'll see how they do in the playoffs again. Alright, so now we're on the NFC South, and New Orleans, it was close, it was New Orleans and Carolina by a game. And last time we talked, last time we talked, it was 7-1, 6-2, and now it's 10-2, 6-6, and the other two teams are just... Pretty much done. Yeah, they're, they're basically the same looking at the stats, uh-huh. but they're, yeah, they're, they're whatever. Yeah. Um, um, I think Atlanta's probably going to fire the coach. Probably. Yeah, going to probably fire their coach, too. Yeah, which is shocking, because I feel like now it's becoming a revolving door. And Well, when you don't have a quarterback, Winston's not going to be there. I think they know that uh, Winston is not the quarterback they thought it was going to be. It's crazy, like, number one pick overall, and it doesn't, you know, work out. Um, it's, it's funny how, like, what Winston's... Winston was uh, number one pick the year a- after a year before Carson got picked and Jared Goff got picked. So you, in the Winston draft, you had Winston and Mariota were supposed to be the top two, and they they are not just mediocre. And then you have the next draft where it was a lot of pressure by Jared Goff and then Carson Wentz if they could be the next big one. And looks like that draft had a you know better quarterback class than the year before. So. It's crazy how it works out. So, like, uh, yeah, uh, I think it's a lot of luck of the draw. Or Tampa Bay has to, uh, you know, try again and find another quarterback. I, I don't think they're gonna go back with uh, Fitzpatrick, uh, and I think they're gonna let go uh, Winston after this year. Um, but yeah, I mean, and also, I mean, was it Mahomes was last uh, year of uh, Carson Wentz or last year? He was twenty seventeen. Seventeen, but yeah. But the you know uh, quarterback play means so much in NFL, and you realize it by like some of the teams that are struggling. But uh, uh, I think Carolina. I mean, that was your team. Yeah. Well, they were 
five and they were six and two, and they just came off a few good wins, a comeback against against uh, Philly, and then they decided to shit the bed. They got lucky with Philly. Yeah, let's, they let's did. Be honest. They that, did. That wasn't anything they did. I think it was more what. Uh, uh, yeah, that that was a game that was a loss and somebody turned into a win. Yeah. And you see it sometimes, and you're like, all right, well, good teams find yeah, a way to was, find yeah, a way to games they should lose. It happens. Like in baseball all the time, you can you can reference it. But after that, they just parlayed it with four four freaking losses and like they're close losses, but. Their losses. Well, okay, and well, that's what matters. Right, look, look at it this way. Um, right before the Philly game, they barely beat the Giants, who are not a good team. They come back 20 points against Philly, which is, you know, usually not... It's not possible most of the time. Philly just did not play well that game. Uh, so, like, when they were 6-2, and two, they, it was, a, I feel like, a false sense of, like, we're good. The way you win tells you a lot about how you know how your team is. Yeah, their offense and rushing is second in the league. Yeah, their defense is sixth in the league, and somehow they've made it themselves a five hundred team. I mean, like, yeah. <laughs> like it's... so the stats the stats are there, and passing passing they're awful. Yeah. So I got to give them credit. I mean, so so now they're like the middle of the road. I think it's you know, the eye test yeah. doesn't pass. That's what I. This is where uh, me and analytics don't match. Like numbers, you could curtail numbers to do a lot of things, garbage points and scoring when you don't, you know, don't really don't need to score, and then that affects your, you know, averages. Yeah. So. Yeah, I feel I feel like they they lost the ability to win. Yeah. Somehow right. they lost it. Like they're healthy and they lost the ability. Well, one of the worst losses they had, I don't know what Ron Rivera was thinking, was against Detroit, where they come back. <laughs> And they go for two. Like, are you two and fourteen or something? You're going, you know, because you're not going to lose. Like, you have everything to lose. But see, I actually didn't hate the play call because they had a chance to win it. It was Cam Newton that coughed it up. Yeah, but he could have ran in. I was talking about. He's like, what the hell is he doing? He could have ran in, and they throws a crappy throw. So like, they could have snuck away and won it, and then be like, oh, that was a smart play. But the fact that I mean, yeah, hindsight, it's it's going to cost you a playoff. Detroit did that. I mean, uh, Carolina did that, and then Tennessee did the same thing in London. I would never do that play. Always look for another play. No, I mean those are high. If, if you look at two point conversion, it's probably fifty fifty. But uh, field goal is hundred percent. Uh, extra point is hundred percent. So you're gonna play the numbers, play that number, and then play 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 for overtime. Yeah, the only time I I think. You would have to like really be unsure to kick the extra point and extend it, especially if you're just scored and you've been rolling. Yeah. Would be if your kicker is hurt mm-hmm. or something yeah. happened, yeah. or your kicker's been iffy. Other than that, you should most likely ex- just extend the game yeah. and and play for overtime. Yeah, I I, mean, th- I think if you do this in the beginning of the year, yeah. it doesn't look as bad. Mm-hmm. But now when you're in the playoffs. You can't you can't do things that cost yourself a game. Yeah. I mean, if you would want, it would look awesome. But your quarterback is awful, apparently, <laughs> when it comes to decision making. Because we saw it exactly. a lot this year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, perfect example: Chicago Giants game. Chicago comes back uh, at the end of the game, um, ties the game with uh, no, t- no 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 time remaining, and or it was six points. They were down by one point. Would you have gone for uh, two point in that situation just to win? No. So yeah, I mean, I don't think. That, any any time, I don't think it's not a good play, no matter what time of the year it is. 
unless your team stinks. Like remember the year that uh, we saw the Eagles in Baltimore, and they were they could have tied the game with a few, uh, extra point, but they went for two for the win. They were already not going to make the playoffs, so I could understand them, but not yeah. not what Carolina did with Titans did. So. Yeah, I think in the first few weeks. You I might guess, be able yeah. to get away with it, yeah, but not and and it's and it's kind of smart because it kind of can lead to a whole bunch of wins. But at the end of the year, when your team's struggling, and it backfires on you, basically, yeah, it, it kind of it steamrolls more than it helps, yeah, for the most part. Yep, I mean, so yeah. All right, so the NFC North, we're rolling in this, by the way. NFC North, we have Chicago; they're still in the lead. Minnesota, they're right behind them. Their record doesn't look as pretty as what. Everyone thinks that they are. They're yeah. in the playoffs right now. There's so. some uh, little friction going on in Minnesota with the coach and the new offensive coordinator. Um, after the last game they lost to uh, the Patriots, uh, they threw the ball 49 times, I believe, and ran it only 15 or 20 times. And the coach was not happy. And when asked about this, like, asked off, like, you know, we should, yeah, we should have run the ball more. It was a mistake. So it was... Uh, direct, you know, shot at the offensive coordinator who, run, who calls the plays. Well, so. yeah, looking at it right now, their stats, they're 30th in the league in rushing. Yeah. So, yeah, I can see him getting frustrated over our course of a season. Mm-hmm. That is just getting annoying. He's like, dude, we, we can't be this bad and expect to go far in the playoffs. But you you got to have some type of game. You also realize where John DeFilippo comes from. And he's a Eagles, uh, you know, ex-quarterback coach. And what does the Eagle, what Eagles... Don't run the ball, so you should have expected this. Uh, I don't know why they're so surprised about it, but they they looked aw- they didn't look awful, but they didn't look good. They didn't look like a playoff team against the Patriots. Cousins didn't look that mobile or agile. Like they looked just so- at certain points, just like you know, I I knew they were gonna lose after the third quarter. Yeah, I'm gonna throw you under the bus real quick. Why? Right. Because you had them in your top five. I did. <laughs> I talked about them both. Both had uh, at least I might. I Minnesota is six five and one. At least they're making the playoffs yeah. as of right now. Right now. Carolina <laughs> isn't. So it could all it could all change. I highly doubt it because looking at Minnesota's schedule, they play Miami, they play Detroit. Those should be wins. Chicago the last week that could be probably fun, doesn't uh, matter, but it could also matter if Chicago struggles. It could. For the division, so they play Seattle, which is gonna. If Seattle wins, they're basically in. And if Minnesota loses, they're gonna. Yeah, they gotta find a way. They gotta have some. Six, other six, and one. I mean, that's worse record than the Eagles right as of now. So the Eagles will have a track to even the wild card, which is crazy to say. But but Chicago plays a tough. You know, sticking with the division, Chicago has a tough schedule coming up. Uh, they play the Rams. Which and then they'll play Minnesota, so they have two hard games coming up. Uh, which you know, with the like like we mentioned before, uh, with Mitch Trubisky hurt, and you know we don't know if it's playing or not. They could go one and three <laughs> realistically, yeah. you know, because uh, Green Bay has some chips on chip on their shoulder right now. I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Who knows what to what to expect from Green Bay? Yeah. Like they could rally around and get a few wins. Or they can just shit the bed, and yeah. it's just it's just the cut. This is the walk. What's their record right now? Uh, Green Bay is Green Bay four. is four seven and one. So they're pretty much done. What, they have two point eight uh, possibility to win, go to the playoffs. Yeah. 
They, so they have to win out. Let's be honest. They have to win out. The and Yankees Chicago have to win And then they need a whole bunch of other and things. And Chicago to lose four straight. <laughs> yeah. And they'll need that. And then they'll need Philly to lose. lose. And yeah, Dallas to lose. lose. Yeah. And Carolina. And there's too many scenarios. Uh, it's just mathematically. Yeah, mathematically, they're in it. Realistically, they're out. But I think with Rodgers playing, they're going to play for pride, I feel like, at this point. Yeah. Because I think Rodgers... That wants to show show everyone that oh it was McCarthy's fault that we stunk and it wasn't me. Yeah. So. Well, here's the thing about them right now. They're zero six on the road. Wow. They're four and one and one at home. So, you know, like they have three more home games. Yep. Or two more home games. Two I'm sorry, and two more road games. So they'll lose. They'll lose the two road games. Uh, do you, you think you're going to zero eight on the road? I don't think so. Well, let's see who they play. Green Bay is. Green Bay is a team I kind of didn't think was going to be relevant most of the year after seeing how they started. Yeah. Uh, Green Bay plays Atlanta, Chicago, so the Jets, one, and Detroit. One tough game. Yeah. Uh, Chicago. But they've also lost to shitty teams like Arizona. And yeah, they're right. I mean, they could have beat LA. They didn't. They didn't. They could have beat Seattle. They didn't. And they lost to Washington. Yeah. All the some most of them are legitimate losses. Yeah. But it's overall when you add them up, it's just not acceptable yeah. for a team that was supposed to win a division. Year after year, they I feel like they're disappointed. Yeah, and I I start to think that Green Bay is one of the most overrated organizations. Yeah, they, um, in the last like five years. I think they just go by the fact that they're Green Bay and we you know we're good and uh, now it's catching up to them. Um, you know, the next coach is going to be the tell, tell Aaron Rodgers if he could, you know, win another Super Bowl or not because he's not getting any younger. Yeah. Uh, from what I hear, it might be uh, John DiFilippo uh, might be the uh, top uh, candidate. And I think Vegas said that it's either him or McDaniels from Patriots that might get the job, which, you know, I could see. So you're ready for the NFC East, the last division we have not going over. Big game coming up. Yeah. So the Giants will start on the worst. The Giants somehow are Four. making a way to not be the first. Oh, the Giants! <laughs> first pick in the draft. Oh, the Giants! I love it. That they're not going to be. I mean, you know they're not going to be the first pick. Oakland, what has one win? Oakland has two wins. Who did they win? They're one game and five win? on the road, or one and five at home. I remember seeing. Wow. So we can go back to Oakland real quick. Two out of ten. Yeah, but the Giants, the Giants have found a way. I love to, I, I love to, to make them the, relevant. I want, I love to watch the game because they try so hard. I'm like, why are you guys trying? You're not going to make the playoffs anyway. But hey, go for it. Not get the top ten pick. Like, yeah. <laughs> so the Raiders have an overtime win against Cleveland uh, and a two point win against Arizona. Oh, okay. So they're five points away from being winless. <laughs> wow. That's. I think that's what John Gruden wants. Though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, apparently that's what John Gruden. Can I mean, do. it's between them and uh, Jets, I guess, right now to uh, see who's going to be the worst team in the league. Yeah. The Giants are going to mess around and finish third in this division. Yeah. And they're going to be like in the eighth or ninth pick in the draft. Well, I think they're going to be third because uh, Sanchez is uh, the quarterback now for <laughs> Washington. <laughs> so said Washington is, is no slouch when it comes to their schedule right now. No, they're going to have a tough, tough time. Yeah. So I think Washington right now is going to be the. The third team, mm-hmm. just based on uh, they have a third string quarterback now. They're gonna be the San- fourth team, it, yeah. or or the fourth team, yeah. It's Sanchez. Yeah. Um, Philadelphia, they're not gonna mess around and no. lose all these games, and we'll get to them. 
but the, the Giants, it's going to be a loss. The Giants will be 5-8 and eight by this coming week. Great. Jacksonville has a tough defense. Tennessee's playing for playoffs and Philly. So they might go, oh, last... Uh, Who's the last seven? <laughs> to uh, close out the season. Seven and, and eight of nine. Yeah. And then uh, get uh, Jay Gruden fired, I guess. <laughs> but, yeah, like Washington's going to be probably last. Giants are going to find themselves in the third spot and get a bad uh, pick for a quarterback, which I love because it's the Giants. But the big thing is Dallas and the Eagles. Uh, yeah, this is the game of the year for both of these teams as of right now. So I, I mule through the, the both of their schedule over and over again. And I think Dallas may Dallas has two losses uh, at least in their schedule right now. And what do you what do you think about Philadelphia? Philly, I think, has one loss in them. I think they're gonna win the Dallas game and either lose the Houston game or the Rams. Uh, the Houston games or the LA game. It's one or the other. I don't think they're gonna lose both of them. Yeah, I think if. Philly, I think right now, I think they need to go three and one. Yeah, I think if they do that, they're fine. They're in. Let's do it. One would give them nine and seven. We'll give them. Yep. Yep. Nine and seven. And I feel like if they did that in the last in the four game stretch, the last time we we talked, mm-hmm. they could go two and two right now and be fine. Yep. But they didn't. They didn't. Yep. Um. So I think three and one gets them in safely. I think nine and seven because the. Like, They'll have a tiebreaker over Dallas because they have better division standing because they'll have five and one in the division. Dallas will have four and two at the best, so that that's a tiebreaker right there. And if Dallas is nine and seven also, which I can see, I think you know that will give Philly the tiebreaker. Um, this is reported by Jerry Jones. He's going to put Vander Ash on the bench and he's going to start Stanley or Sean Lee. Sean Lee's to play again. Um, he thinks he's going to play this Sunday, uh-huh. and he's like, he's going to go in. So Is that a bad move, I feel? Yeah, so they're showing the stats, and right now Luke Keekley and Van Der Esch are very comparable. Mm-hmm. Van Der Esch a little bit higher in like percentage of plays and yep. tackles he's in. So Also, I think like a first-year player, I think playing second time at the same team, Eagles may be able to defuse Van Der Esch if he does play. Um, on Sunday, but he looked good on the first game he played against the Eagles. Mm. Um, he was one of the factors in that game that I went to. One of the factors also was I think two turnovers in the first half. Like you have to score in the first quarter. You can't be, you know, stagnant and let let Dallas be up early. Yeah, nothing frustrated me more as an Eagles fan than them coming off a bye, yeah. sort of keeping their hopes alive, mm. and then putting up. Especially a dud of a first when, half at home. When Dallas rivals. lost in Monday night really bad, and you come and show that kind of uh, you had extra rest. So I mean, I think for I think to be honest, Philly was playing thinking that they're the Super Bowl champs and we just show up and win. And I think finally, hopefully, in the last two games they finally realize that they actually have to port cards to like win games. That everyone's going to bring their A game against them. So. And they realize they can't screw up anymore. Yeah. I mean, all right, so so let's say this. Um, two scenarios. Dallas beats Philadelphia. Is the division done? Division is done. All right. Um, if you, if, if Philly loses this week, you might as well call it because that would be, what, 6-7 and seven for the Eagles? 6-7 and seven going to L.A. and then, Houston and then playing Houston. That's impossible. So... 
do you think eight and eight will get a super playoff spot in the third wall card in the in, in this uh, this year? I think it's season? highly likely based on who wins between Minnesota well, you, and Seattle. If you look through, yeah, so I think Seattle's going to have the. If Seattle wins against Minnesota, I think eight and eight can get you in. Then eight and eight, the last spot would be eight and eight. Yeah, um, and I, I just base that off of because then they're five hundred, you're five hundred, or you're right below five hundred. Problem with the Eagles is, and you can make you can make that game up. Problem with the Eagles is they have a lot of the, they lose a couple of tiebreakers, like I said, one one against Carolina, and one against Minnesota. So you can't have the same record as those two teams. Yeah. And Minnesota, they do play Miami. Miami can sneak in and get it, most likely doubtful. Yeah. No, yeah. Um, so I think their best path is going to be to win the division. For Minnesota? For, for Philadelphia. For Philadelphia, exactly. Yeah. Um, and then not have to worry about anything else. You, you do your job. You beat Dallas. Mm. You lose to L.A. You beat Houston. Yep, and then you win against Redskins. Yeah, and, and you're good. And I think Dallas will, I, I feel they're going to lose to Eagles and the Colts. They have a four-game win streak. They're not that of a good team. Scored 13 points and win against New Orleans. That's luck. There's no way he only scored 13 points. And the thing is, New Orleans could have won that game multiple times. They, they, they Sean Payton acted like Doug Peterson. Like, you don't go for a field goal in the first quarter. You go for a fourth and whatever. Don't make it. And then... You're, yeah. yeah. You, were, you were on the road. Take the points. Take the points. When your team has been struggling, just get something on the board, get a little bit of confidence. Exactly. And you and know, you, yeah. you went for the gusto. You did a, uh, a Rivera. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm mean, regardless. Game, I mean, and, and it bit you in the ass and, and it cost you the game. Yeah. If you, I mean, granted, the refs were wearing, you know, the star probably that game. They didn't, that first down uh, for Beasley. I mean, what the hell was that? And then the head-to-head collision against Kamara. No 15-yard penalty. That could have extended the drive and got him a field goal to tie the game, probably. But yeah, um, yeah, it should be interesting. I, I'm, I'm going to look forward to this game. Uh, I kind of like the fact that both teams are good because that makes it more like you know interesting. Uh, last year it was like we finished the division by 10, 10 week, or 11 week, whatever it was. Yeah. And it was just like, just stay healthy and we're good. Yeah, exactly. Which we weren't, but <laughs> we were still good. So, yeah, we'll see what happens with that. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so. All right. So, we covered all the divisions. Now, let's say who's getting in. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're all in agreement. All the teams that are in first place right now are getting in. They're keeping the spots, I think. Yeah. Only, only team for NFC, I would say, is probably um, Dallas, you know. You know, Dallas mm-hmm. Philly could switch spots, and maybe Minnesota, if Trubisky is not still playing, could possibly uh, catch up on uh, the Bears. Yeah, but it looks like everything else is set in stone, mm-hmm. unless somehow Pittsburgh has an epic collapse. Yep. But well, that's the other close yeah, one. Yeah. Yeah. Even so, I think both well, of those teams are getting in. They're getting in. One's going to be Walker. One's going to be Division One. Like, like I said, mm-hmm. Pittsburgh has a, bit, a little bit easier schedule than uh, Baltimore, and if they. Both have two and two record by the end end of this year. Uh, Pittsburgh's gonna win because of the tie. So yeah, I, I think the AFC is easy to call mm-hmm. right now. Yep. And the two teams that are going to narrowly miss, in my opinion, mm-hmm. um, I wrote four down. It's uh, Denver, mm-hmm. Tennessee, Miami, Indianapolis. I think Denver and Tennessee are the best two teams, and they're going to just miss. I think Denver's on a three-game winning streak, um, and they've been playing close games. But they're not going to make it. Yeah, I, I think they're they're not. It's very hard to make it 
give two teams in the same division uh, two spots, like especially when they're going to have a neat record kind of deal. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Now what Denver has going for them is they play San Fran, they play Cleveland, they play Oakland. Wow, that's a easy um, schedule right yeah. there. Yeah, they can they can screw around and lose Cleveland. Mm -hmm. but, yeah, yeah. But the downfall is you're behind Baltimore. So you could do two and two and get a uh, eight yeah. and eight record, but. You know, I, I think the first wild card is already taken by Chargers. That's gonna, yeah. that's pretty much it, sealed. It's set in stone. So, so it's either a nine and seven Baltimore is gonna go, or eight and eight, you know, uh, Denver. But I don't think Denver played Baltimore this year at all, or did, did they? Uh, we can find out right now. Yeah. So, I mean, if they played head to head. Mm -hmm. um, whoever won that game would have the advantage. Yeah, but as of right now, according to the you know, statistics, they got a 15% chance of yeah. of making it. So, so that's nice. that's really well. That, that's one mistake, and it's basically zero. Yeah. So, yeah, Baltimore had has the advantage they beat them. You yeah. know, week so two. they have a tiebreaker. Uh, but, uh, I mean, with, uh, yeah, like I said, I think Denver's out. Uh, I, I think, for me, I, I feel like the bubble team that's not going to make is, uh, from the AFC, is... Uh, Tennessee and probably um, Denver. I think the Colts have a chance just because of Andrew Luck. I think they, they may be able to sneak, sneak in the last spot. But it, it, like I said, set in stone. I think it's Baltimore and Chargers to lose the ball cards. Mm -hmm. So let's go to the NFC. Um, the Rams, New Orleans, mm -hmm. obviously. Um, I think Chicago's getting in, Chicago's even if in, yeah. somehow they screw around and yeah. get to the wild card, they're getting in. they got eight wins. Yep, yeah, I think they're pretty much uh, has their driver's seat. Yeah, um, we're assuming Seattle's getting in based yeah, on what we're talking about. the wild card team probably. And then I think it comes down to four. I think Carolina is on the outside looking in now. Carolina plays New Orleans twice. Yeah, so they're on the outside looking in. Yeah. If, if they get the same record as Philadelphia, they finish seventh. They and who knows, they might lose to Cleveland the way they're playing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And um, I think Philadelphia right now they're on the outside looking in. Yep. So whoever wins this, and this is going to be whoever wins the right game. now between Dallas and Philadelphia. I saw the uh, stat on ESPN that uh, uh, if Philly wins, they have forty-seven percent chance of making the playoffs. If Dallas wins, Dallas has ninety-two percent of making the playoffs. So pretty much, if Dallas wins, they kind of seal that division. Uh, you know, next week. So I guess that was assuming Philly wins and then they lose a few games and still could give it away. Uh, Is that why it's still not like over? It's not, it's not because they're playing the Rams and uh, uh, any any other loss and Dallas win could also put them back. Basically, flip flop it. Flip flop oh, yeah. Yeah, so. yeah, I was trying to I was trying to understand why it's not over fifty percent. No, it's forty seven, which was surprising. But then you see like if say like uh, Eagles lose to the Rams and Dallas wins against the Colts, then you're Chasing Dallas, and you don't play Dallas again. So if Dallas wins out, you know you're you're not going to be in a good situation. But uh, yeah, my my out. I think Carolina's not going to make it. They're looking outside. I think out of Minnesota, Dallas, and Minnesota, Dallas, and Philly. I think it's going to be. It could be uh, Philly and Dallas. Dallas could take the last wild card. Uh, that's a possibility also. Yeah. If the Eagles win against Dallas and win out, and Dallas goes nine and seven, that's a possibility for them to make the playoffs. Yeah, because I, I could see I could see in a world where Minnesota loses to Seattle, mm -hmm. Dallas loses, yep. and then those two are competing. And Dallas, like we looked at the schedule, it's 
It's not it's that not tough. Super, it's not super tough. Yeah, it's not. I mean, you yeah. finish up with Giants. I mean, you don't even know if Saquon's going to play the last game or not. Tampa is pretty much done. They're not playing for anything. So, yeah. next two games is their big two games. If they could win one of them, I think they're pretty good in making the playoffs. You know, either through wild card or division. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, we'll see. I mean, this is going to be a big game at uh, four thirty on Sunday. Uh, time would tell who's going to win the division. The worst would be if he was uh, actually win the win the game and then somehow loses the next two games, which is possibility. And then they they're playing for an uh, eight and eight <laughs> record or some something like that. Yeah. So I I think we are all in agreement that um, the top two teams that are getting by is Rams, New Orleans, yep. New England, Kansas City. Yep. Look at Kansas City's thing. They're they're two games up in the division. Yeah. And they get to play Oakland in it. So yeah. I don't see the Chargers catching them. I don't think so either. Uh, I think they play each other one more time. Uh, they do. So I mean that might bring. So that kick, that brings them within a game, and then but they got to yeah, yeah. So I don't think that's gonna they're catching them any time. Yeah. And then so what we're gonna do is we're gonna break these down at the end and kind of go over playoff stuff mm-hmm. when that happens. Mm-hmm. So. So right now we're not talking too much about what's going to happen in the playoffs and which of these teams we think is going to go the farthest. We're going to let it play out and see how our predictions and analysis have done, which it's pretty good right now. It's like 99%. Only, the only thing we screwed up has <laughs> been so nice Carolina, Carolina. But we've been pretty right about AFC from, yeah. from the get-go. Yeah, for a little bit I was kind of thinking Seattle, yeah. well, it was a fraud, but now, you know, with that three-game winning streak, they're showing that they belong. I mean, I thought Green Bay was a contender, but the last couple games just showed how bad that team is. Yeah, and I remember talking about how I expected Houston to be better than what they were. Well, they started 1-3 and and or something? Yeah, um, well, they started 0-3. Oh, 0-3. Oh, they're a 9-game winning streak. Yeah. And, we, and I talked to them, I was like, I expected better from them, and now they're kind of where, where we are. Baltimore was kind of the same way. Mm-hmm. I thought them and Cincinnati may have been flip-flopped. Well, Cincinnati was uh, was it four and one or something like that. Yeah, I mean, they were crushing it. And then, and then they just they found a way to you know tailspin right there. Yeah, that's, good old Marvin Lewis. He'll his <laughs> job probably after this. That's why I think he brought his buddy in. So when he gets fired, he can try to get him in. Yeah, just go from Cincinnati. To I Cleveland. wish I had that job security like that. Yeah, so let's see what they uh, actually started off. Uh, when, when, when. So they were four and one, uh, five and three, yep. and, and, then four and then the tailspin tail happened. Well, that two lose losses. So, so yeah, so they were four and one, and they've lost six of seven. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah, that that is a tailspin if I've seen a tailspin. I mean, I get it. I know your quarterbacks are your wide receivers, but that's no reason to lose that many games. That's just bad. Yeah. So, so let's get into. The bonus edition of the podcast and everything in the third quarter. There's going to be two new leagues that are coming out. The XFL announced 2020, they're returning, eight teams, and Vince McMahon, if you remember him. Are they going to let him uh, wear their own nicknames on their jersey? That is yet to be determined. I mean, the best one was, we all know he hate me. Yeah. I don't even know what that meant, but we saw that first game, we're like, what is that? Well, then he had a career in the NFL. He was the Eagle. He had a returner yeah. for the Eagles for a little bit. I remember him. I remember him with Carolina. He was the punt returner. I don't think he was with the team when they went to the Super Bowl. I don't know. I can't remember that, but I remember he was. He was relevant enough that they talked oh, about. Oh, wasn't it Rod? Was it Rod? Rod Smart. Was it Rod Smart? Yeah. 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 
I, I wish, uh, I hope they do that whole uh, running in the middle of the field to uh, get who decides who gets the ball first. Yeah. I think Tommy Maddox may have been in there too. I think those are the only two that were made it out, relevant. basically. Yeah. And, yeah. So that's coming out. And then we have this new Alliance of American Football. Yeah, that just, is, that is coming out that, in yeah. like 65 days, 67 days. You just told me the uh, coaches in there, and it looks pretty interesting who's coaching these teams. Uh, I mean, Brad Childers, I mean, Minnesota, ex Minnesota coach. Michael Vick is going to be a offensive coordinator. That's crazy. Uh, I mean, Singletary is going to be one of the coaches. So I, I, I want to see. Did they? I don't know if they did the draft or not. See who they played. did. Do you want to guess who the top pick was? Uh, <laughs> is it a Hasman? Uh, I would say it was a Hasman. Played for Tampa Bay. Oh man, I have no idea. He lit it up for a handful of games. Quarterback? Quarterback. Oh, uh, not Fitz, Fitzpatrick is still there. I have no idea. Josh Johnson. Oh god, him. Jeez. Uh, and then Aaron Murray, who I, off the top of my head, I can't. It sounds familiar. Really I don't know who Troy Coke. I don't know who that is. Yeah. Dustin Bowen, Louis Perez, Trevor Knight, Garrett Gilbert, Josh Woodburn. I don't know who that is. Yeah, this is a lot of people that I. Hackenberg. That's yeah, Christian Hackenberg. He's he played for the he uh, tried for the Eagles this year. Uh, Blake Sims. Pop quiz. You know who Marquise Williams is? I have no idea. Uh, no, I don't. He uh, was a quarterback at USC before Trubisky. Oh, really? And he was the one that took him to the to the finals. Oh, really? Okay. So I guess he's I guess he's still around doing <laughs> <Trying to laughs> something. I guess. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean I don't know these players, but I mean I'll, I mean I'm assuming on some of these well, linemen. It's, it's gonna be February and no football, no baseball. It's gonna be no playoff hockey or basketball yet. On like a random Tuesday night, if it's on, I'll catch a couple of plays, I guess. Yeah, it comes a week after the Super Bowl. That's so people are still going to care about that. So they're going to have a freebie for the first year because once uh, the XFL comes in, they're going to do the same schedule as this new league also. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, we'll see who wins, wins out on the marketing on that yeah. one. Which league, in your prediction, is going to get more viewership? Probably XFL. Because Vince McMahon is a great marketer. I mean, I hate uh, wrestling, but he knows how to market it. If people still watch it, yeah, which blows my mind. You know what's going to happen? Because uh, I know that uh, wrestling does the nine ninety nine a month thing for watching all their uh, main events and everything. I bet you they're going to include the games in there too, probably eventually, if it works out for them. Like, oh yeah, you could not only could watch wrestling, you could watch you could watch <laughs> football games in this channel or whatever. Cool. I, I, I really want to see what happens with the XFL, like what they change, because I remember watching a 30 for 30 of how how many things the NFL uh, took from the XFL. Exactly. The like, cameras, the, how they do the games, like the television angle of it. Uh, it I mean, the XFL was NBC uh, uh, run uh, league almost, because they kind of partnered up with them. So a lot of stuff they learned from XFL took it to the Sunday Night Football. So they did help a lot, but, um, you know, how, can you watch football 365 days a year? Um, do you watch, do, do you watch CFL? I don't, and I don't even watch all the games in the NFL. Exactly. Because I do not want to sit here four days a week no, watching football. Exactly, yeah. So I don't think that's going to work. I think the amount is right now is enough. I mean, it's already been where, like, used to be only Sunday and Mondays. You know, now it's 
Thursday, Saturday is going to be coming up, and then Sunday, and then yeah. Monday. So it's like every every day there's a game. And yeah, and if you care about college football, and that's on top of that. You're right. College football, which also can be played during the week. Yeah. For for prime games. So I, I don't think these two fringe leagues going to matter really. I mean, if only chance they had for another league was back in the day when they had the um, uh, the AFL, AF, not, no, not the AFL. Um, um, the yeah. uh, Trump, uh, one, the team that Trump had, uh, I forget the name of the Yeah, league. that was the New Jersey Generals. Yeah, but uh, whatever league they had, only the only reason it worked because they actually paid the college players to come to the new league. Um, oh my god, I, I'm, I'm, I'm drawing a blank right now. Yeah, um, I'm looking up Herschel Walker because I know he played in it. Yeah, he started. He, he had like 50 touchdowns, like he was absolutely ridiculous in the league. Uh, United States Football League. Yeah, USFL. Yes. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Herschel Walker played there, uh, Kelly played there, Jim Kelly, and then Reggie White played there. So a lot of them, they actually took away a lot of the NFL's top draft picks. They're like, we'll pay you more than NFL if you come play with yeah. us. And it, it, was a, it was a fantastic league. It was a money-making league. The only problem is like, they wanted to compete with the NFL and play in the same time they NFL did, because their season, I believe, started in the spring like in April, and then right before the preseason for the uh, NFL. Just perfect. You know, it's less team, and you kind of watch it because you have good players in it. So, but yeah, it, that was the only time I feel like they had a chance to have another league, but now the NFL is so involved in everything, college, and, you know, free agency and everything, it's going to be tough for any smaller league to compete with them. Well, I think the, um, from remember from uh, like a documentary, yeah. the USFL had their chance and they were going to be big enough. Mm. Trump bought into it, he bought the generals, and then people were afraid of him, and this was, I guess, the 80s. Mm -hmm. They were afraid to com to go after him, except this one older gentleman. He the Tampa Bay guy, yeah. Yeah, yep. and then he kind of took it over, mm -hmm. and he wanted to sue and get the Monopoly, Monopoly money. money, yeah. And, and then he got $2 <laughs> out of it. I remember I saw yeah, that. and I think that's the reason why I was like, he took it over and wanted to do too many changes. Yeah, just I think they the would find they, yeah, the way they, the they were. Way they, were they might have competed in a different way over the years. Where yeah. it's like, oh, the owners of that USFL has a better salary salary base for the players. I'm, I'm not going to go. Like Maybe in the 90s, Troy Aikman would have gone to you know the New Jersey Generals or Philly Star or whatever instead of going to Dallas Cowboys, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, th I think it would have always kind of stayed a fringe. Mm -hmm over the years and eventually it probably would have folded. But you know but, um, but it would have been interesting to yeah. see like how long it could have lasted. Exactly. But now it's, it's not gonna work. It's like making like a major league baseball another league and any any, any any of the four yeah. leagues, I mean, I don't think anyone can compete with them at no. this point. They're they're just they're so established, established yeah. for such a long time. You just to make up a you know, a championship out of the wit you know, out of nowhere, it's not gonna work. People are not gonna take it seriously, so yeah, so um, over under two combined years. Uh, under. Under. I think uh, for both two. I think I'll give the first year for each, and then the second year I think is going to just fizzle out. But yeah, this is too much, too hard to uh, compete with the NFL at this point. Yeah. Um, so let's go to college football because over the weekend we just had the final games. And now we know who's in the playoffs, yep. who missed out. Mm -hmm. uh, they've already had a coach retire from Ohio State. Yep. I, so I mean, we have Oklahoma. This tells you that uh, he has probably more stuff in, in 
this closet that he's not telling me. He's like, I'm just going to get out of here before yeah. I get in trouble. Yeah. He says his health reasons. Yeah, right. That's uh, what he did for Gators, and he knows something was going down there also. Yeah, um, I think Ohio State is smart because they've already put the new guy in. Yep. He was a beast, and everyone wanted him. Yep. So I don't think it's going to hurt Ohio State in no. any way. Like their recruiting is going to be always good, regardless. Yeah. It's crazy. I think he did 33 years coaching. Wow. And I'm like, you're 53 years old. That's phenomenal. Look <laughs> well, at Sean McVay. He, yeah. we're, young, we're older than he is. <laughs> I always think, what I do wrong and not make an NFL coach? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... Um, let's go over who you predict is going to be in the finals uh, and who's going to win. And then we'll go with a snub. So Oklahoma, Alabama, who do you got? I got Alabama. Oklahoma has no defense, and often they're going to be able to handle Alabama's defense. Well, I think they were better last year with Baker Mayfield, uh-huh. and they don't have Baker Mayfield this no. year. I think they get slammed by yeah. Alabama's. Mm-hmm. Um, Notre Dame and Clemson, two undefeated teams. Clemson's good, man. Dabo was always putting out good, but... I think it's going to be Clemson. Yeah, Clemson's got that freshman quarterback that yep. made the other guy transfer. Yep. So Alabama-Clemson for the third time in four years, yeah, I think. Great. That's why I don't <laughs> watch college football as much. It just gets so old. Yeah. I mean, you have, if UCF got in somehow, or was it two years ago Washington got in? So it's, you only have one French team getting in. But the other three are always the same team over and over again. Like, I get, it's, it gets just... Nauseating after a while. Like I don't. I care less if Alabama wins another championship. I don't want to yeah. see Steve. Uh, not Steve. Uh, Nick Saban uh, win another championship. But it's not. Mm. I don't it, want to see that. Yeah, it, it kind of gets annoying to yeah. that point. I mean, it's cool watching Clemson play Alabama. Yeah. But I get kind of tired when yeah. it's always it's always these two teams in the playoffs like and Oklahoma the last couple of years. Like, like we were Auburn saying. gets in when Cam was in there, and they lose. Or did they win? Um, they lost. They lost. And then Oregon, the same thing with Oregon, with Mariota. I'm trying to think. We can look it up. I, think, I actually think they actually won, because I okay. think they played Chip Kelly's Oregon team. Oh, that was the year they played Auburn and Oregon. That was, odd, that was an yeah. odd uh, championship game, but, you know. That was the last one I could yeah, think of. Yeah, I could of. think of. Because I think we were coming back from San Diego that time. and uh, No, that, I, don't, I, I don't think that was... Cam played long, way before that. No, that, when we came back from San Diego, it was Ohio State and, and somebody and else. And Oregon. It was uh, Mariota, I think. But, uh, no, I mean, that's, a, that's why I think they should uh, elite eight for football. Um, you have your big fours and maybe include two other fringe division conference champions too in it also, you know. Uh, like UCF and, you know, UCF or, you know, Boise when Boise was good. Maybe Penn State get, gets in because, you know, they're fringe last year, you know. Um, yeah, the last time Auburn won was 2010. Yeah, it's been a while since Cam. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't want to see that. Like, uh, Alabama, 2009, 11, 12. Uh, That's just BCS. BCS. So that goes to 13. Yeah, and then if we go to the other one, they got two. So they got two. Yeah. So they got five since two thousand and nine. Yeah. I mean that's just disgusting. I don't. I don't want to see that. I mean. Yeah. So yeah, that's the thing that it really annoys me. And like we could talk about the snubs. Mm-hmm. Georgia, these people were really mad about because they said they're better than Oklahoma. They almost beat right, Alabama. I, I I think Ohio State should have gone in. I think they got snubbed. Georgia, I could understand why he didn't get they didn't get in. 
you lose to Alabama, like what's the point of being them being in the top four? You lost to a number one team. Um, yeah, you're just gonna lose them again. Again, yeah. So I mean, I, I don't need to see uh, Georgia, but uh, then they have Michigan right behind Ohio State. Yeah, Michigan. I think Michigan, Michigan is a joke. Yeah, um, too. I think it would have been embarrassment if they were in in the championship games. Yeah. Now, what's your thoughts on UCF? They've completed two straight years of being undefeated. I mean, they finished eighth. They're um, and they got snubbed. They're a good team. Um, they're definitely a good team. They just play in a mid-level conference, and it's like Boise State all over again. Yeah. Where uh, you know you're not going to get a shot if as long as they have the top four uh, teams getting in because they're not never going to get the top four. I mean, they did everything they could basically, yeah. and, and it, they still are number eight. Yeah, and I think last year there was less undefeated teams. This year there's three. There's Alabama, Clemson, Notre Dame. Yeah. You're the fourth one. And you don't yeah, it's, it's yeah. like the Boise State thing. It's like, well, who are you playing? Yeah. And I guarantee you, right now, no one wants to play them. Yeah. Well, yeah. If I was, yeah, if I was wiretapped in, I call and I heard them call Michigan and Ohio State. They were like, nah, man, yeah, I'm yeah. good. Yeah. yeah, they want to all hang on the phone because they don't want to. It's not worth it. That's a, yeah, that, yeah. That's that just uh, way to not win the uh, in a top four spots. If, if Michigan plays them early in the year, they're gonna lose. Or, you know, Ohio State, they have a chance of losing against UCF. You know, you don't know what's going to happen, but they don't want to try it, you know what I mean, just in case they don't get, like, you know, embarrassed. Yeah, I remember hearing about Boise State. Um, one of the athletic directors was calling out Florida because they were talking smack about Boise yeah. State not playing anybody. He's like, look, we've called these guys for home and homes. We've called all these They don't want to play they don't, us. Like, yeah. They don't play us at home. Yeah. Like, we can go, we'll go there once in a blue moon and play. He's like, but they are—they don't go out of their they're state afraid, to play. Yeah. And he—he he called Florida out specifically, and I think it was like 23 years they didn't play a team outside of the state That's of Florida. That's crazy, yeah. That—that <laughs> that wasn't a neutral site. Yeah. It's like, no That's wonder why. No wonder you're good all every yeah, year. Yeah. It's like, like you have yeah. this—you have this section of region that it's home field advantage for you. Just they don't travel that much. Yeah. So you're not like traveling to another place or anything. Yeah. And it's never going. It's not going to cost you anything. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I mean, sure. I, until they do the top eight, I don't think that, that, that college football is going to be just college football. That's why I don't follow it. Yeah, they have. Much. Yeah, I don't think it matters to these college players. They're playing like an extra game by yeah. putting eight in because they have a whole freaking month off. You can play it and give them two more weeks to prepare for the next. I mean, look, look at the what, what UD, what the division are they now? The uh, Division One A, FCS, FCS. I mean, it works out well. I mean, you know, you have the top sixteen team or whatever making the playoffs and have a tournament out of it. I think that's fair, and that way, all the UD barely made it this year, and they lost in the first round. So, if you're a bad team. Doesn't matter if you're, you know, the good teams are going to beat you anyway. So why are you afraid of that? You know what I mean? No. Yeah. So yeah, it doesn't. Like I would watch UCF play another team in a big tournament. Me too. Like this, just imagine like, uh, you know, if, say UCF's number seven, and seven plays one, so or seven plays two, so they play um, Clemson. Play Clemson. And that'd be awesome. I'll, I'll play. Oh my god, I'm going to see what happens in a high scoring. Team like UCF playing a you know, good defensive team like Clemson, like I want to see that, or I want I want to see uh, who else was uh, you know good Boise State playing you know Notre Dame or something you know, but that's not going to happen in the the way it is right now. Yeah, and now UCF 
they don't even play. I think they play the number ten team yeah. or the number twelve team, and it's kind of BS because, like, based on this, one's playing four, two playing three. They should be playing Michigan. Yeah, they should. And mm-hmm. and again, they get screwed over because of or whatever I mean, these balls. If they are that afraid of it, do a bye week for the top two teams or something, and then put top ten out of it. Yeah. Well, I mean, even if you do the top six, top six, yeah, they they would still be find a way to yeah. get screwed because they're, they're yeah exactly <laughs> they're yeah. the eight. Yeah. So it doesn't help anybody, but eight's a good number. Yeah, I think eight. Like just do elite eight and then final four and then the championship game. I mean, and, and it's like, oh, it's too many games, like, but FCS plays, like, three or four rounds, and they play their regular season the same amount of games as the uh, Division One team. Yeah. Yeah. And we're giving them a month off, yeah. so we can show all these random bowl games yeah, that exactly. we never so heard of. Yeah, exactly, so it doesn't really matter, yeah, so, yeah. but yeah. I, 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 yeah, I think that needs to get changed. Yeah. So, we are at the end of the podcast, but there's one thing that I want to mention. Next time we are on, we may be doing a... Eagles special because there's an Eagles van we might be, that's uh, a tailgating van that we possibly may get. And the next time, if we do get it, we may we do an Eagles special inside that pot, inside that van. It might be a video uh, podcast too, and we have to put something up there then on our website, right? Yeah. Possibly <laughs> get a tour of the little uh, van. Uh, not a little van, but it's a big van. So, yeah. so that is a possibility. If it if it doesn't happen, that kind of sucks. But it's a good possibility. Yeah. I, think. <laughs> I mean, we have to try try out the van, so uh, yeah. So, we'll know more in a, a week or so, probably. Yeah. So if you get if we get a special up there, it's because we got the Eagles van. We'll be an Eagles Eagles special. We haven't done those in a while. Or the Eagles get eliminated, and we're going to do an Eagles special that special yeah. then year in the year end <laughs> review and the bus. Yeah. So or we could do a, if the Eagles make the playoffs, we'll t- we'll take the uh, podcast to the tailgate. With the eagle, with the bus, who knows? Yeah, so possibly there. <laughs> yeah, so be on the lookout for maybe an Eagles Eagles special edition. Mm-hmm. If not, we'll probably talk to you before the end of the year, probably. Yep. Yeah. Uh, all right. All right. Well, well, it was it was fun talking about football for an hour and twenty minutes with you, Zahid. It, it was a pleasure. Uh, until next time. See you guys.